Hello and welcome to another episode of Exchanges. Through this podcast, we bring you dialogues across generations, exchanges on common topics around behavior, attitude and actions. Hopefully, good conversations that make you more aware and empathetic. I'm Krishna Priya, a Gen Z, sometimes called Chippy, and my co-host is Sanjay, a Gen X. Hence the name X Changes. X Change Z. We hope you like this podcast. You can subscribe to this podcast through whichever app you are using. Spotify, Google Podcasts, and so forth. Stay smart and listen on. Hi Sanjay uncle, it's so great to be in conversation with you again. Hey, hi Chippy, good to see you or rather speak to you again. Yes, um, Sanjay uncle, I think uh, I wanted to ask you a question because um, I had an experience with my mom recently uh, and I just want to understand if it's something you have also come across. So what happened was I went into the kitchen to fill my bottle the other day Mm-hmm. and my mom was there and you know like for a long time uh, as someone who is very uh, sensitive to people's gender mm-hmm. I've always tried to tell my mom you know you can't just assume somebody's a particular kind of gender you have to be respectful okay. um, things like that and she always brushes it off um, as you know very away from her conditioning and she always says it's too late for me to change. Hmm. So, this instance, I went to fill my bottle and um, Amma came to me and she said, Chippy, uh, this person in my session said that, uh, you know, they want to be addressed as they. So, how do I use that in a sentence? And I was kind of taken aback because, you know, mm-hmm. I've been telling her the same thing for such a long time. Um, but she didn't pay any heed to it. And now that it's coming from another person themselves, mm-hmm. she actually wanted to give them that respect. Mm. And then I ha- walked her through the process and then, yeah, she was happy. So I just want to know, like, is is this something that you look out? Like, do you um, ask people what they prefer to be called or addressed as? Um, is that something that is, you know, um, relevant in a professional setting? I think yes, uh, and I could completely relate to what you are Amma has gone through. And maybe mm. just as if she rightly said that uh, it may have to do with the kind of upbringing we had, where these kinds of identities were probably not so prominent. I'm not saying that it, that didn't exist. I'm sure that they existed, but they were not given adequate importance or even they were not surfaced enough for us to uh, take note. And I, while we were speaking, I was also thinking about my life and have I faced with some of these occurrences in my, uh, my personal life as well as my professional life. And I cannot think of any. And maybe the reason why I cannot think of any is probably I didn't actually realize that such identities existed. Or let me put it this way. I didn't probably acknowledge that such identities existed. Okay, you read about all these things, but you are never, I would say, prepared or probably prepared enough 
to face such kind of situations just like uh, how your uh, mother faced that situation in her class. Now in, in my life, I come across several people. Uh, in my office, I have team members and also there are lots of people who I need to interview to pick some mm. people. Now I'm just thinking, how do I understand or recognize their uh, genders? It is in the very traditional sense, you have a gender column and I still remember many resumes still come with gender, male or female, one of those particular literature. So you have that. But nowadays, I think the gender column is not too much uh, in vogue uh, and people don't don't write that. So I don't know why people don't write that. Maybe it is because okay, my picture is there or my name is there. Isn't that enough? I don't know. But there are many cases where I assume based on their name, I assume based on the picture which are embedded in the resume. And I am not as a person or as a recruiter or as a manager. Uh, I think I am also probably not bothered too much to even uh, check that out. So I'm, I'm very curious to understand. Uh, yes, I get that point that uh, now these things are discussed much in public. And how is the Gen Z, uh, which is a couple of generations younger to me and your mother uh, taking it? Uh, is it more open or are, are there some tips, for example, for you guys to share with the earlier generation who didn't have that upbringing? And now you guys are kind of living, uh, living that and maybe get a bit deeper into uh, some of your learning. So I think I'll first talk about what you said uh, about receiving the CVs. Mm -hmm. um, the fact that people are not putting their pronouns there because, that, because they're putting an image of themselves. That's right. Um, now, that is a very fundamental misconception that just because somebody looks a certain way and they're a particular gender, mm -hmm. um, it's never fair to assume that, you know, they're uh, uh, they're female if they have long hair, they're male if they have a beard, like that assumption has to go. Mm -hmm. So I think the, I think the primary uh, first thing for me to um, kind of share would be to not assume anybody's identity okay. unless they've asked you to refer to them in a particular way mm. um and sometimes people might not be comfortable sharing right off the bat so mm. it's always polite to ask them mm. um you know and if they if they don't um again if you're also somebody who doesn't want to go and approach them with a question like this it's always i think a better option to refer to them by their name Mm. You know, you don't have to assume a gender. So that way you're being respectful and you're not pulling at any strings that could be sensitive. For, for example, now if I'm going to say um, I'm recording a podcast with Sanjay Uncle, mm. he is making a very valid point. Mm. I don't have to say he because you have never told me that you want to be referred to as he. So... Instead of saying that, I can simply reframe that sentence and I'm recording a podcast with Sanjankal who is making a valid point. Mm. Yeah, conversation is a two-person thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's a two-way street. 
so both parties have to put in the effort to be respectful um i mean no matter what level the conversation is at uh, i think it's always polite for somebody to um you know let people around them know what their preferred pronouns are hmm. and if they miss doing that then it's polite for the other person to ask hmm. but it's never okay to assume i think that is something my generation is very particular about hmm. okay that is that is very interesting and lot of tips there now my question and trying to take it in a very layman uh, to be very clear layperson manner uh, isn't it a good starting point for that person who would like to be addressed in a particular way when you say pronoun i mean he his uh, her or she isn't it a good starting point for that person to reveal that especially when somebody across him during the conversation is taking a wrong pronoun okay yeah um definitely so if it were me like i would mm. definitely introduce myself and say okay mm. i'm krishna priya and my preferred pronouns are she and her okay so that way everybody is on the same page but mm. i do understand that mm. uh, other people might have had experiences in the past mm. pertaining to their gender so they might hold back from sharing so when someone in in that case when they're not open to sharing when somebody is asking them hey what do you want to be addressed as it gives them that sense of recognition and they feel a lot more comfortable because then they realize okay this person understands that i'm not particular way and they want to respect that so i will tell them So you see how that works? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's a very good point. So I know these gender-related conversations we speak now may not be very open in many communities, uh, in many societies. So in that way, when somebody across the table gives them that space uh, and option to be called in a particular way, then that person can open up, and that person will feel more confident to share that. So that's an excellent point. Now yeah. uh, the other. questions and this is all coming from my upbringing of not being brought up in that way because for whatever reason so i was just looking back uh, during my school days probably in every book which i read uh, maybe textbook uh, always always a girl was shown with lo- a long hair and a boy was shown with short hair and a girl probably had earrings and a boy never had earrings so yeah. all these kind of symbols uh, or all these pictures got embedded uh, in your mind and when you grow up or move out of your current place and go to some other place and you find say the girls with short hair then even at that point in time i'm not saying that i'm not even getting into that gender calling them he she or him or he uh, but even identifying them as a girl itself is a bit of uh, effort for a person who has grown which grown in a society where they have seen girls with long hair so right. that and then that person when and now faces somebody across the table who says that uh, okay i want to be called as this in, in this particular way then that's a big mm. big big change 
So uh, my my next question to you is for somebody like me uh, who want to start. So one is you said that okay, now make a conscious effort and not to press people in a particular way, but uh, ask them how they would they would like to be addressed. Are there any other things which I can do uh, if I have identified somebody uh, who would like to be called in a particular way, but generally uh, the uh, people around them uh, are not addressing that person in a particular way. So for example, I, I, I can clarify this a bit better. I asked somebody after your session, this particular session, I become very conscious and I go to office and then probably, or go to office or go to any, any kind of social gathering. And then I meet somebody uh, who uh, wanted to be addressed as she or her. And now, uh, and I, I, I find that in some other conversations, social gathering, right? Some other conversation when this particular person is also present, somebody is addressing that person he has a different pronoun, whatever that may be. Now, as uh, a person who understands this identity, do you think that is there a role which uh, I can play there to help help her in this particular uh, case? So, if this person has not personally come and told you that they want to. Um, you know, be addressed a certain way and you've been interacting with them for a long time and they haven't bothered to correct you, then I think just let it go because mm -hmm. they're comfortable with okay. however you're, you know, addressing them. Okay. Um, at the end of the day, I think all that matters is how comfortable you are with who you are and how you are to the people around you. That's right. Right? So if somebody is comfortable being addressed a certain way with one person and differently with somebody else, that's okay. That's just a comfort thing. And I think, again, it goes down to being respectful. Hmm. That's correct. So what you are saying is, uh, if you are not sure, uh, it may make sense for you to clarify. Uh, and if uh, somebody has not revealed, then uh, you don't need to really advocate that particular case because you don't know for how that person wants to be addressed. Yes. Okay, so uh, the other thing which uh, puzzles me while you were speaking is uh, why do you think uh, your generation, and I'm very particularly talking about the Gen uh, Z, uh, why do you mm -hmm. think that generation has become more sensitive and not our generation. I, I get all those points that we were not brought up like that and all this. But even even now, uh, we got enough exposure into all those things. But still, uh, and I'm, I'm talking about myself and I can talk about a lot of people at my age that probably uh, they're not as sensitive as how you are speaking. Uh, is it across Gen Z, people are more sensitive? And if, if that is the case, then why do you think, I know you may not have the full answers, but why do you think that the Gen Z is probably more sensitive towards it? Okay. Um, uh, okay. I'll relate this with uh, the career options that we have now. Okay. Um, you know, in the past, it was a binary. You either do this or you do this. It was either doctor or you're an engineer. Mm -hmm. People didn't have a lot of options. 
Hmm. Uh, but now, just with the kind of things you can study, like mm-hmm. just within, say, something like, um, you know, biology, you have so many kinds. There's zoology, there's environmental sciences, climate science, all kinds of sciences just under biology. Mm-hmm. And you have the same branching happening in different fields. Mm-hmm. So it talks about how people are now more accepting and more aware of who they are. Now, when you bring this concept into a personal, like somebody's personal identity, mm-hmm. it will also, it will manifest there as well. So right. earlier, earlier, someone would have to hide something like their identity if it wasn't something that conformed with what society wanted. Right. But now, because society itself is becoming more accepting, mm. they feel comfortable, you know, being their true selves. Mm. Right. Okay. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay, Chippy, I meant one. I should call that out. So I will take the liberty to talk about the three point summary, which I think I have learned more than you in this case. That's great. Okay, sure. Go ahead. Okay, so these are the three point summary. So first one um, is don't assume identities, especially around mm-hmm. gender, based on the name, appearance, tone, etc. Mm-hmm. Two. If you would like to be addressed in a particular way, it is always advisable to state it up front and keep the other person guessing or even waiting for the other person to just uh, ask you. Uh, three, as an individual, you can be more gender sensitive, especially the Gen X uh, from my generation, by proactively asking people how they would like to be addressed. Hope that summarizes what you have been trying to uh, share. Perfectly. All right. It was great having this conversation, Uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, great. it is great. I should thank you for specifically for bringing this topic up and relating uh, that incident which happened at your home. And I'm sure that there are many people from my generation who would have gained from this uh, conversation, and many people probably from your generation also who maybe who were hesitating. Uh, to act on some of these things and hopefully this episode would have given them some confidence to speak up. Thank you. Thank you, Chippy, again, and I look forward to speaking to you next week. I hope our listeners will also tune in for the next episode. Definitely looking forward. Hey, thanks for listening to this episode. You've been listening to X Changes. X Change music you hear is brought to you by 13-year-old Rishikesh and our logo is designed by a millennial, Asha. Before we go, we have one small request. If you like this, please share it with someone who you think will benefit from this podcast. We'll be very happy. See you next episode. Stay smart.